like to welcome onto the show a guest from Toronto. He is a co-founder of a business called Inkbox who was, that was just bought out by French pen giant Bic. They are buying Toronto's Inkbox for $65 million. Tyler Handley, it's good to have you on the show. Listen, I am so into what you do because I'm an art lover, but I also am a commitment phobe. So the idea of getting a permanent tattoo is not something that I even um, entertain. But the idea of getting a temporary tattoo from your company is incredibly interesting. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I think you really hit the nail on its head, kind of why I created the business in the first place. Let's talk about uh, Toronto's Inkbox. Before we get to the acquisition by Bic Pen and how that came about, let's talk about exactly what you do and where this story starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... The story of Inkbox started about seven years ago now when my brother and I were looking to get tattoos at the time. We didn't have any, and the designs we wanted were things we knew we'd regret in like 10 years, and that just wasn't flying with us. We wanted to be able to wear something on our skin that made us feel cool and confident, um, but not have that permanent. Um, at the time, the only option we had were really just the temporary tattoos that you had as a kid, um, cheap, flaky um, really stuff on your skin and flake away in a couple of days. We wanted something that was more akin to like a henna, um, not henna, but something more akin to it that could actually stain your skin. And so I um, ended up coming across this um, molecule we found in, um, in, in a fruit and used that as kind of the basis for this new type of tattoo technology. And then from there, it really grew into and blossomed into this company that uh, really gave consumers the ability to express themselves impermanently with art designed from some of the best tattoo artists around the world. Okay, you throw that away like it's nothing. We came across this molecule that we found in fruit, which leads uh, people to believe there are beakers all over your kitchen. You're messing around with fruit, you know, breaking it down into its uh, its core particles. What exactly do you mean by that? Like, how did you come across a molecule in fruit? And, and talk about what that molecule yeah. did. Yeah, um, it, you know, part of that's kind of true. I mean, we were like literally starting out of our apartment and um, there were beakers and glass and bumps and burners and stuff everywhere. It was It was messy. <laughs> at the start, but now it was obviously immensely professionalized. Um, yeah, you know, coming across the, the, the molecule, um, no one really knew about the molecule, but people knew about the fruit. Um, and we, it was honestly just through Google, just through research, but like deep in Google research, looking for just honestly throwing out keywords for things we thought might exist. Um, so, you know, fruit that stains skin, um, plant that stains skin, um, skin stain. Um, I, I don't know, it's probably like 50, 60 search terms we used and uh, eventually came across this, this fruit that grows in the jungles of Central America that um, tribes locally use to, to mm-hmm. decorate their bodies with. And so we went don't down there. Don't leave us in suspense. What's it called? Uh, Jennifer Americana. And so we went down there and uh, met with them and imported some of this fruit. And from there, kind of realized that we could extract this molecule from it. Um, and yeah, that's kind of how it started. Wow, that is uh, quite a story. So after you get back and you're working with this molecule, did you uh, stay with this molecule? Is that currently what you're using to um, put, um, I guess, yep. temporary tattoos on people's skins? Correct. We still use the molecule. Um, it does no longer come from that fruit. Um, there's other extraction methods. Um, okay. But that was kind of like the inspiration. Uh, and there's a lot more to it than just that. Uh, that was just the, the kind of the first component. It's a lot more uh, complicated than that at this point. 
Sure. I mean, that's another story entirely. We'd need yeah. a longer uh, segment in order to get into the nitty gritty of that. You guys originally went to Kickstarter to ask for $40,000 to further develop your idea, ended up raising more than $275,000 and opening up your own shop. Tell us a little bit about what you do at Inkbox. Yeah. So uh, the Kickstarter was obviously really essential because uh, we didn't know anyone with money at the time and we knew we needed money to manufacture or even just develop the products to begin with. Um, so it really you know, put, put it out there and, and got a lot of people excited and enabled us to really have, like literally kickstart the business. Um, and then uh, yeah, we opened a shop. Um, the shop's actually a, a permanent tattoo parlor here in Toronto. Um, and we really opened that for one key reason. It was to build an authentic relationship with the tattoo community. Um, when we first launched, artists didn't like us. Um, that was seven years ago. And I think the industry has actually changed a lot. It's a lot more, it's not really old school anymore. It's a lot more contemporary. It's kind of like tons of different art styles, a lot more accessible uh, and inclusive. And we wanted a shop that would enable us to bring in guest artists and build these relationships with them so that they would feel comfortable and confident uh, promoting their artwork on our platform. Um, and about two years ago, uh, when COVID started, uh, we uh, all the shops closed, right, including ours. And so we ran a campaign called um, Supporting Tattoo Artists and onboarded um, a couple thousand tattoo artists um, and gave them full proceeds for about six months of the program on every design sold on the site. I think that built a lot of goodwill um, with artists. And, yeah, now we just have a plethora of, of amazing artists who design all of the amazing artwork on Inkbox.com. Yeah. I think you're being incredibly modest. You strike me as somebody that is modest. You, um, by Canadian. setting up that, yeah, by setting up that platform, though, you helped artists earn $1.5 million in 2021. I think that is, that's pretty amazing. And so I can see why artists would want to get into this because this is an uh, ability for them to appeal to another um, audience that, you know, might be like myself. I love art and design, but the idea of putting a permanent tattoo on my body, something that I might get tired of or doesn't reflect me as I have evolve and you know as a human or get older um or that i just frankly grow out of or get tired of uh this this idea of a temporary tattoo entices me let me ask you a question about how you uh, actually apply it to the skin how's it different than a tattoo uh yeah i mean i, I guess it's important to understand how it's different than a tattoo and a temporary tattoo um so okay. a, t a tattoo is something that it, it sits in between literally um, so a, a permanent tattoo is, you know, done with needles and it goes into what's called your dermis, which is like where you, it's your second layer of skin, essentially. Um, and it becomes permanent because it scars, um, and ink is heavy and your, your your cells can't take it away and remove it because it's a foreign body. So it kind of just sticks there. Um, temporary tattoos are literally just stickers on top of the surface of the skin. So they just flake away. Um, our temper, our, our temporary tattoos are what we call semi-permanent tattoos. Um, actually dye the top layer of your skin, which is called the stratum corneum, and it's essentially just your dead skin, um, mm -hmm. and it protects the layer underneath. Um, and as such, because it's dead, it actually just flakes away. So, you know, dust, it turns to dust in about one to two weeks, and that's how long your ink box lasts. And, and how does it compare as far as cost to a permanent tattoo? Uh, well, it depends. Permanent tattoos are range all over the place. Let's take a three-inch by three-inch um, tattoo, that has like moderate complexity, it might cost you about $200, $250 to get that tattooed. You know, our, our designs would cost about $12 to $15. A temporary tattoo would cost like two or three. So that's kind of where the price point lies. Uh, it's a lot, if you apply it just at home like a temporary tattoo, pretty much. A little bit more involved in the sense that you just stick it on, you leave it for about an hour, you take it off, and then over the course of 24 hours, it actually develops. So it doesn't appear right away. It actually has to react with your skin first. It takes about a day. 
So I don't have to go and lie in a parlor. I'm basically entering the parlor to, to make my choice, get the tattoo and take it home? Oh, not that. No, I mean, we have inkbox.com. We have 10,000 designs in our catalog. You could also create your own. We ship it to you. It's all direct wow. to consumer. Our, our shop in Toronto is actually just for permanent tattoos. There's nothing to do with, uh, with inkbox in it. That's fascinating. So Bic has invested in you. Bic, we all know Bic Pen. We used him as pea shooters as kids. I don't know if you did. <laughs> I did, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. So we're on the same page. But uh, they have invested in you. How did they find out about you? And um, how is this going to change your business? Yeah, so they have a, a product that somewhat competes with ours in market called the Bic Body Mark. It's a temporary tattoo marker. Um, Bic is historically a stationary company, right? Um, they've been inventive. I mean, they basically invented the, the ballpoint pen. Um, but the products stand the test of time because they are high quality, they are affordable, uh, and they are consumable. Um, that is, they are disposable. And you think about our tattoos, they are all those things. They are much a higher quality version of a temporary tattoo. They're so affordable, um, and they're disposable. I mean, they don't last only last for one or two weeks, right? So I think it was a natural fit from that perspective. And uh, frankly, the CEO just reached out to me over a year ago, and we started having conversations. And it just he shared the same vision for where this market mm-hmm. could go. And they're looking for new growth verticals, and this is one of them. And so they're bringing us on board to build out this new growth vertical within the, the this kind of large conglomerate, which is really exciting. And um, how it affects my business, uh, we're going to remain pretty autonomous. We'll remain here in Toronto, and they give us the resources to essentially grow, um, specifically internationally. We have a lot of international scale ahead of us, uh, and they have global reach. So international facilities, regulatory guidance. Um, and then finally, just the R&D component. I mean, we have a huge R&D team that's going to help us develop the product further. Tyler, I think this is going to be really big, especially because in the EU, EU uh, we were reporting on this a while ago, that they've got uh, an issue where they're going to start banning colored tattoo mm-hmm. uh, ink. And so this gives you an opportunity to take over in that marketplace if yours is much safer and isn't, you know, uh, getting down into the uh, the uh, dermis of the skin. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate your time today. It's fascinating. Where do people go if we want to learn more about Inkbox? Because I think I'm going to be surfing this weekend. Yeah, yeah, check it out. So just inkbox.com. Thank you so much, Tyler. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Tyler Handley is co-founder of inkbox.com.